Hello and welcome to the Holy Hour Podcast. It's the Holy Hour Podcast, <laughs> the bi-weekly all-cure podcast. I'm Gavin and I'm joined by Chaz. How's it going, man? It's going good. I got my 100% honey, cra- honey crisp apple cider Ooh. Uh, from Trader, Trader Joe's. I'm slamming that. So. Nice. Yes. Nectar of the gods. Wondering what you're your uh, fall drink of choice would be at this point, then. So you going with the honey crisp? Oh, huh? apple cider. Yeah, uh, uh, apple apple cider from like September until uh, I can't find it anymore. So probably around like January or so. Yeah. So uh, yeah. it's pretty good. Heat it up then. Yeah. Uh, it depends. I I definitely like a heated cider, yeah. uh, but I I am more of a cold one. But uh, right. if it gets cold enough out, or you shovel the snow. Yeah. I prefer cider more more than hot chocolate. So yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Throw a little whiskey in that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. My angle. <laughs> so like, you pour whiskey yeah. in anything, and it's great. <laughs> if I if I had to drink an alcoholic beverage, it would probably be well, it would be a White Russian or a hard cider. Okay. So yeah. yeah. All right. Sounds good. I just got boring old. Lager going over here. Yeah, Oscar so, Blues, well, yeah, little piss water beer going. <laughs> it's a good one though. It's a I, good. One. <laughs> I had I, well, I have I have a super grapefruit uh, something or other vape pen nice. uh, for my yeah going. So awesome. yeah, we're good to go on both yeah. ends. <laughs> I thought I'd spare you of the bottle of wine I have staring at me too. I was like, yeah, I won't, I won't put him through that. <laughs> But uh, hello, good people out there. We're not here just to, to drink and talk to you. We're, we're here to talk some cure. And we got a wonderful episode because this is our uh, closing time. Closing tracks. Oh, <laughs> so this is the uh, all semi, or no, not all, semi-semi-sonic podcast tonight. Semi-sonic. So uh, we'll be taking a break <laughs> from the cure. We're going to be talking about closing tracks. And... Uh, <laughs> But of course, your favorite songs to leave the bar too. Yes, uh, uh, but you know that's going on. It's time. Yeah. So, um, but yep, it's uh, closing tracks, cure related. Don't worry, we're not doing all semi-sonics closing tracks. We are going to still <laughs> k- stick to the cure here. And uh, if you recall, back in uh, way back early in 2021, it almost feels like a year ago since we did that episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, almost a year ago. <laughs> we got opening track at the beginning of the year, closing track at the end. So we thought it'd be fun to uh, take a look at all the great closing tracks on the Cure's official 13 albums throughout the years and uh, size them up and, and see where they stand. Or not so great. Yeah, I don't know. Where, yeah. where are we stand? So I think overall, do you want to disclose? I think the Cure's pretty good at it. Ending on a big epic finale, I would say, being a fan for of the, the band. <laughs> for, for the most part, but they've they've put some shit down too. So, yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. some of these aren't your favorites by any means. No. Some. Oh, my God. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's some uh, that uh, <laughs> that negative energy we've been missing on this show. <laughs> so, well, we can start with Three Imaginary Boys if you want to. With okay, the, with no, the no, we'll get terrible there, closing uh, tracks. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, that just uh, got everybody's ears perked up. So um, before we dive into each song, though, I do want to just ask you on the top. Um, 
So, like, do you have a preference then of whether it be The Cure or any other band of what makes a great closing track in particular on an album? I expect something to be a little bit longer and more drawn out, and yeah. you're trying to end the album on... Um, you, you always want them, you know, wanting more at mm. the end. So I think the best way to do that is, you know, put one of your best songs at the end and have it be some sort of epic kind of tune, whatever you're trying to do, whatever genre you're in. Yeah. But yeah, there, there, there's always something about that. And you also wanted to loop around right. to con- continue on the first track. Uh, especially if, you know with CDs and everything. Um, that's not so much today, but if you're looking back then, you you want that continuation to be able to start over where you get back into the album for true your tenth tenth time in a row. You know, so yeah. so, uh, so while I was yeah, gonna say they do really tend important. to naturally lean towards the more most epic song on the album as far as this grand longer you can jam a little out maybe or something, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, is there a thread of going too epic maybe where you just like destroy the listener by that point? They have like no desire to start the album oh. over. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Uh, don't, uh, as much as I think they're funny and I enjoy them, don't put a secret song at the end of an album that you got to fast forward like uh, yeah, the old 10, 10 minutes to get through. Ugh. Uh, you must have like, hated the nineties then. It was like every album. Oh my God. <laughs> You know, like when you go to school the next day and people are like, oh, did you hear the last track on the Green Day album? And you're like, what? And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, you, you got to like rewind it from like yeah. track one to get to it. It's just like, fuck. Yeah. The worst is I used to go to sleep to albums. So like, you know, yeah. you'd fall asleep. Then you'd get into that like whatever 20 minutes of silence and you really doze off. And then it's like. <laughs> It's usually something like really obnoxious was the hidden track too, you know, whether that's like their goofy yep. song or whether they're just like fucking around or something. So, uh, yeah, no hidden tracks. And I guess maybe the Weedy Burton would be the closest, right? It wasn't full on yeah. hidden, yeah. but I guess that was a little bit of a hidden track because um, it's not on the track listing, right? So I didn't even count um, that actually. No, I'm looking at the list. I didn't. Even, that's that, that's the that, last. That's thing. what I was. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, man. All right, we gotta start over. <laughs> redo my notes. Um, yeah, so overly epic is definitely a, a, a threat, I reckon. Um, but then I was thinking too, like there are a lot of good albums that. Uh, they do like a weirder approach to where there's the epic song. It's almost like those little charts you would make in English class at school where it was like mm-hmm. the rising action, the climax, which a lot of bands will just end on the climactic epic song. Mm-hmm. But then you have albums that do like the falling action and the resolution where it's like two songs that are kind of like, what the fuck, you know, and then some mellow kind of song or something at the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I guess that has its time and place. There's a good example of that in these Cure albums. But, uh, you know, I, I tend to always kind of feel like, they should have just ended it after, the, like, the crazy, epic, awesome song, you know? And then they just have, like, some, like, in the 90s, too, like, a lot of acoustic song or something would be at the end of, like, this rock album. Yeah. And you'd put this as, like, the one kind of, all right, let's all just 
pull it together and chill for like three minutes here at the end. <laughs> be like the nice little. You hear your ballad stuff. in. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Your power ballad gets dropped there, the second to last song or something. Yeah, like wasn't that a thing? Like they would drop like the power ballad, like the second or third last song, and then they would end the song on like a, like like a like another metal banger or something. Yeah, or more like long drawn out guitar solos and everything. So yeah, definitely a pattern but, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, I, th- when you're thinking Cure, they definitely lean, you know, everything's epic with the Cure pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> At a certain point on, I think, after the first album, everything is like, but um, but yeah, they're not going to do that too much, you know? Like, you're definitely not going to have, like, the super stripped down song and the whatever is the finale. Mm-hmm. Robert just but, noodling on an yeah. acoustic guitar. Is the <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're going I, big. I, I I think like I'm I was I'm going through my song list here of like all these albums and I'm like I'm trying to think of an of a song that was kind of out of the norm for the sound of the band but they still ended on it and and it, it's overplayed as the album is uh you know Nirvana Nirvana Nevermind something in the way yeah. was completely out of left field for that album starting off you know with smells like teen spirit and just like goes down yeah and then they they end on this complete downer of a song which is yeah. one of my probably three favorite songs of theirs but sure. it's just but it's still like i wonder if that was fits. a 90s kind of like thing too because the ones popping in my head are like these kind of like you know like Boston rock, grungy kind of things, or it was mm-hmm. always kind of like you, like the Lemonheads did that a lot. Like Frank Mills, this acoustic song would be the one that mm-hmm. would be the last song. And then, like, you know, they would just end on like some kind of, all right, let's all just kind of chill, maybe because the whole album was kind of poppy rock kind of stuff, yeah. you know, so you could get away with it more. Um, but yeah, you would think that would be like your big rock out you know long ass middle section jam part or something yeah. <laughs> and then you could like put that at the end because it's like would just be like a giant black hole in the middle of an album you know so. yeah yeah or, or you get like your folk punk bands where the last song is going to be where all their friends are clapping along and singing along at the yeah, end of yeah, the album yeah. so <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a few of those, and those are always weird when they go into another song after you have like the big sing-along chorus or something, yeah. you know, like a fucking bright mm-hmm. eyes kind of thing where everyone's like, yeah. yes, <laughs> it's like, and then you go into like a pop song, it'd be so weird. So you gotta end on that, you know. But um, yeah, <laughs> and I guess too with this episode in particular, we're we're focusing on albums, but there is a difference between like live closer and an album closer you know it's almost Mm -hmm. it's almost like uh one of those um liberal arts math problems or something you know i forget what the hell it was called or it's like closing album tracks usually make a great show closer but it doesn't go the other way but non-album closing tracks can also make a good live closer you know like you can end on a Mm poppy song live but you know it's like or you know even just looking at some common ones for the cure how they end with a forest and boys don't cry you know like a lot of times Mm -hmm. and those aren't closers on the albums you know they i guess you start weighing in like the band's history and your biggest song and your whatever kind of things or or would a lot of bands come out for the encore in particular and would play that but but it's 
I, I think with any band, if you go see them and, you know, you're going to want them to play their biggest song last. Yeah. Or, or near the end. You don't want, <laughs> right, right. you don't want them to hit, you know, uh, I, I, the last big band I saw was, was the Goo Goo Dolls. And I'm like, I can't imagine them like starting off their <laughs> set with like I, Iris or name. Yeah. And then like, all with... right you know and yeah yeah the crowd would lose it you know yeah so but yeah it is weird when they throw it in like third sometimes or something you know just be like whoa yeah. i always thought like just like heaven's always <laughs> oddly early you know it's kind of like yeah it's never like second or anything but at the same time they'll throw it in like the fifth song in the set or something <laughs> just like whoa all right we're already doing that it's, a, it's like shit man that's, yeah that's definitely not a, I, that that's a song i'm surprised isn't a closer because that's a that could be a yeah like, like a good like let everybody leave in kind of yeah feeling to it so but hey that's I, just my opinion yeah and, well i guess when you're lucky enough to be like the cure you can be like well we got boys don't cry for that one we'll do this <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, we've got six amazing singles we could close on so, so um yeah it is just strange though that where you you can't i don't think it's safe to end your set live on your album closer especially if it's like the main set and not the encore you know so you can like yeah you know it's kind of like well yeah of course any closer would be a good live set closer but if they just ended on like catch or something you'd be like whoa what <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, could you know but so anyway all the weird dynamics with that but uh but yeah and i guess like a song like a forest is is a good example of ones where you know, the studio recording version of it and stuff isn't that great of like a closer. Yeah. You know, when we talk about 17 seconds, it's like it would have worked probably, but at the same time, the fact that they like stretch it out, you know, and like really rock it out and stuff Mm -hmm. makes it this epic closer, you know? So it's like, Oh yeah. Well, if you recorded it like that, then definitely would have had to have been the closer on 17 seconds, but yeah, not, not the case. So no, (laughs) <laughs> so what do you say should we uh start going in Let's did you have any other this. pre-closer other thoughts or anything or you, do you have anything no, that you I totally just, hate that they do uh, not the cure necessarily but the idea of closing an album i guess just the hidden track is that your main pet peeve uh, <laughs> yeah i think that's a pet peeve and then like i don't know like uh i don't like when bands don't put thought into it yeah and where you're just you know there's i don't know it's kind of like a book you know, you kind of have to have an end to it. Yeah, it's your yeah. piece of art, you know, and it, it, if it just continuously like runs on, mm-hmm. it, 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 you're just kind of like, uh, okay, this didn't feel right. <laughs> right. Kind of like, I, I feel, I don't, I didn't get the closure I wanted from it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess along I that, like that line happens. then real quick, uh, the idea of compilations, do they bother you? Cause like a, like a singles compilation, not necessarily the cure, but everybody's, you know, like, because they don't have yeah. that like album flow as much, you know, and stuff. So you, it, it can be Not a little really. like, I guess, because you know what that is. So maybe it's some trigger in your head where you're like, well, yeah, of course, this isn't some epic theme or anything. It's just their singles, you know, and you just know that that's the last one. So that's the closure maybe is like. Yeah, I, I think when it comes to compilations, if it's one band, it doesn't really bother me because I'm kind of you're kind of going for the greatest hits kind of thing. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm listening to a compilation of a bunch of other bands, 
that that first song better be really good and that last song better be really good yeah um because that's you know and then in between you can spread around what you want to spread around but uh yeah i'm yeah. like uh, yeah so. well like the idea of maybe of uh the greatest hits cure album where if it would have just ended with cut here everybody would be like fuck yeah cool but like just say mm-hmm. yes being tacked on to <laughs> it's kind of like I, it just doesn't feel right you know it shouldn't end with that you know <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Since it doesn't really count with what we're talking about, but, but yeah. It, yeah. It re, yeah. That, that's irritating when bands, cause the cure is not the only band that does that, uh, where they, where they put out a greatest hits album and then they'll put another. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm just happy two to have two there. songs, even if yeah. one of them is just say yes, but like totally would have made more sense to switch them. Right. But just say yes first and then cut here last. Cause like cut here is just totally feels more like a, awesome closer in a sense you know but. <laughs> yeah i i think if you're going to put that on an album it should be like one of the first i think both of them should be the first two songs hmm. um just as like these are our first two songs and then after that's our greatest hits yeah you know because yeah, yeah, you're putting yeah. a greatest hits album out you know if you're putting this on there you're saying these are sandwiched between the two greatest <laughs> hit you know it Gee. doesn't you know that doesn't play well to me so huh. but uh, yeah, only one of those songs should have been on the greatest hits, and I think we agree which one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think uh would have been a wonderful B-side to cut here. Just put, just say yes mm-hmm. on that, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. strange, but and they could e- and they could even put uh in memory of, and I forget the guy that it was for. Yeah, off yeah, the top yeah. of my head, but like they could have just added that on there, and everybody would have really? been like, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, not yeah. even thought sec twice about it. So totally, but. Anyway, so yeah, makes sense. Though. All right, let's more focus. griping from the old men. Yes, yes. <laughs> so let's focus on these actual albums then. What do you say? We'll start at the top as mm-hmm. we tend to do back in the old days. Three imaginary boys. Um, so I had three imaginary boys as the uh, closer. Uh, let's just forget about the Weedy Burton. And um, that's what I'm going with, though. Okay. Come on, you're going with Weedy Burton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, well, we could do both. We got time. <laughs> so, uh, Weedy Burton, I would say, is a horrible closer then. And uh, this shit, it's too early for a fun little, little whatever, fun, fun yeah. song at the end. Especially real fun. Yeah, too early is in like people weren't doing that until the 90s as a hidden track. And too early is in yeah. this is the Cure's first album. You got end on a badass song like Three Imaginary Boys, which I'm totally yes. down with. But, uh, you know, somebody. There's a lot of questionable decisions on this first album, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't can't blame well, them. They were just they, feeling it out. Yeah, but I mean, they do rebound with "Boys Don't Cry," and then they put three imaginary boys" as the last track, which yeah. I'm, I'm I'm fine. That's good, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they fixed a lot of the yeah. problems with "Boys Don't Cry," as we've said many times on this, which is odd. You would think "Boys Don't Cry" would be some weird watered down like it's not the purest form but yeah i mean it's it's crazy when you really put them side by side of like the boys don't cry album and the three imaginary boys how much better boys don't cry is but um. yeah yeah it really is uh (laughs) yeah i mean i'm fine with that i'm i'm going through the list of the album and i'm just like i don't really know if there's i mean i know we did the rearranging and i don't have those notes in front of me uh but like 
I don't really think of another song in that album I'd want to go out with. Yeah, and then it yeah, comes put a little footnote saying while cry. we do all these, it, it is interesting to think if there's a better closer or something that just could have made sense as a closer. But um, yeah, I think the Imagine Boys is pretty perfect. Or, um, I mean, it's weird too because you think of the vinyl and stuff like Subway Song was like the closer yeah. side A. So you have like the kind of runner up closing song, you know? So like, it's always a way to think of it too, where it's like, yeah, that's a good side closer but you probably wouldn't want to end the whole album on that you know and it's yeah um i know i don't think you're gonna agree with me but i uh-huh. would put ten fifteen saturday night as the last song yeah i was actually gonna say it's possible i don't okay. know if i like it better but i could see that because it is a little bit longer and has like a little more you know like you could stretch that out and it does have a yeah. bit of a finale feel to it even still so i could see that being the closer I was going to say yeah, the only note for Three Imaginary Boys being the closer, it's probably one of the most like versatile out of all the ones on there as far as you could probably mm-hmm. do the reverse of it and put Three Imaginary Boys anywhere in the album, and I wouldn't be like, that just feels like the album's ending. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like a totally yeah. cool just pop song that you could plug anywhere in where it's dark and heavy enough where it works perfectly as a closer, but at the same time, it could be a track three, you know, or something, I think. But uh yeah. I could even see putting Grinding Halt at the end of the album. It's kind of too literal, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I still think that would be a good way to end it. Yeah, it could be good. Yeah. Uh, so lots of choices for that one. I think just because it is so scrambled of an album anyway, the fact that we're mm-hmm. looking at two versions of it right now even, <laughs> it shows that there is a lot, <laughs> lot more wiggle room on this one than a lot of the other albums. So uh, pretty cool. So yeah, d- Am I wrong in thinking maybe you weren't that big a fan of Three Imaginary Boys? Or you, oh, the guitar solo you yeah. didn't like or something, right? Y- Wasn't it? Y- yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of the song, but I think it's going to be on the album, and I think yeah, it's got the vibe to be able to to be a good ending song. Um, it's drawn out, and I, I, you know, I just I. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. I, I don't like it, but it's. <laughs> I mean, it could, it could, they could have gone out with like a hidden, hidden Foxy Lady cover or something yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> you know, or the Weedy Burton. <laughs> yeah, or the Weedy Burton. <laughs> Seventeen seconds. I guess we can move on to. Um, again, a bit on um, that it's not a forest when thinking of their live sets, but uh, I think it works perfectly to close out the album. Um, yeah, but again, a fairly versatile one. Right? I don't think that would be too weird throwing that somewhere else in the album. Uh, I I mean, they could throw one of the small instrumentals on the ba- on the end of the album, and it gee. still would have played. It still would have flowed well back up to a reflection. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't. I mean, I'm going through the list, and I don't think of maybe play for today doesn't belong on the end but i don't think i would have an argument against any other song being the last song yeah yeah a lot of them all kind of have that same vibe so yeah i mean that whole Um, album the the theme and sound of it is so cohesive that it really mm -hmm. could be shuffled around a lot i like the idea of one of the instrumental ones because they get kind of bunched together so much you know that Mm -hmm. like you probably could have bookended it maybe i don't remember if we I mean, final sound. Come on. 
<laughs> I think I might have put that. I, I think when we did the revisionist episode, I think I might have put that at the end. Yeah, it's like uh, just too literal. Could have could have gone that route, but I think it, it works for sure. Seventeen seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a cool song too. Of course. Uh, what do you think about like the studio version of a forest if they had put that at the end? I mean, it would work, but I don't. It would work. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't uh, think it definitely yeah, wouldn't have the epic feel that it does with the live, you know, idea. But yeah, you would have. I mean, if you're gonna put that at the end, you'd have to extend that to be more like a the live thing where they're just able to, you know, Simon's able to ex- explore yeah. the the. Explore the studio space with the bass and, and yes. go on from there. But yeah, uh, nothing beats that uh, yeah. that live that live performance of that song. So yeah, I wonder yeah. how many albums that only had one single too, where the single was the last song. That would be a real weird choice. Like if you yeah. if you only had one single and it was the last song of the album, that would probably probably get you fired from the record label if you uh, su- suggested <laughs> that <laughs> but, uh, uh, somebody has to have that statistical breakdown yeah like, i don't think we're... which how many how many number one singles have been the last track on an album and yeah. you know probably very very low Ooh, yeah you know. so Send that out to setlist.fm or something. <laughs> they don't do album stats, though, do they? Like regular albums? That, that, no, that's I don't the think website so. we got to invent. Now we can. <laughs> um, I guess moving on to faith, this is where it starts to get into like epic mode, but obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we uh, close out the Birthday Boy album um, with uh, the song Faith. And the young yeah. really get more epic than that, I think, as far as the closer. We've said approximately 342 times that how the hell do you follow faith, whether it be live or on an album. I think that song pretty much has to go at the end. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> uh, third album in a row where they're ending the, the yeah. title track on the last album. I was going to save that so, for the long stretch. How long will it go? But it does seem to be yeah, a pattern. Yeah, not long enough. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, damn, that's a... Epic. I think Faith, Faith has got to stay there, but I am i don't know. I, yeah, I made a note that, so I like, mean, like Faith and Pornography, every song is so epic that technically... <laughs> You pr- I yeah. mean, if you like you're saying, the song Faith has to be there, but as far as like other ones, if it was like different batch of songs, even or something, like all those could be closers on a different album or something, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I could see pretty much except like primary or something, you know, would be weird. Um, or yeah, doubt, but uh, for the most part, yeah, anything could be a you know drowning man could yeah, be a pretty awesome i think I, they probably have ended an encore on all these at some point or another but yeah i could see even all crat cats are gray maybe yeah i mean that that is a, this ending track on side one okay so i mean if they're putting that if they're putting that into account when they make the album I could see that as an ending track, but I I just like Faith there too much. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. And then going back into the holy hour, I think that just kind of is too good to switch around uh, with anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, I would leave that there. But I, I think that's yeah, it's definitely one of one of the top favorite ones of mine. So. Right. Yeah, it's hard to top that. <laughs> so, like, I said, I was like, like we said, where do you go from there? So you gotta gotta leave faith in in the final final spot to go home and ponder yeah. that that little <laughs> little <ditty. laughs> um, pornography uh, again. The title Another track. One. So um, yeah, this is it's a weirder case of the same idea with faith, but. Um, where I kind of feel like different batch of songs or most of these songs, you could probably pull other ones that could be good closers, Mm -hmm. but I can't really see the song pornography just being in the middle of the album or anything. It's so weird. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? It's kind of just classic closer in the sense of like, okay, we're taking this last weird trip out (laughs) and this is it. Yeah, it definitely is the only, not the only closer that I would have on the album, but the only one for this album. Yeah. Um, I I would actually like to hear The Hanging Garden as the last song. Yeah. Where, okay. With the echo, the echo on the end of it. Yeah. And, and play play that part out a little bit longer. Yeah, that last. Yeah, yeah along those lines, yeah. I had jotted down like uh, Siamese Twins and, and Figurehead just because oh, they both, yeah. they kind of end with that shouting of the line, you know, where it's mm-hmm. like that'd be a pretty badass closer to um yeah, but I don't think any could un- unseat pornography in that position. It's, right. It's too, <laughs> yeah, it, it's too of a diverse track to throw you're, you're just gonna mow, mess up the flow of the album and right. i think pornography was the only album i kept the same yeah when we did the revisionist so true yeah i think yeah can't fuck with it so yeah i think um, that's a, a good example of other bands too when you have like the really just kind of noise or trippy kind of song too or something which is badass but you, you don't want to take it off the album but like you kind of just yeah. have to put it at the end i think is a good mm-hmm. standard move there because you gotta you know <laughs> like i said sometimes you can get away with like ending the first side with something like that mm-hmm. or if you're like band at peak level of success so you could like put it first you know where you just have like this ridiculous like noise thing going and then it goes right into the big single or something or you know there's definitely a lot of albums you're like oh what the fuck this first song is like ridiculous but then you go into the next Mm -hmm. one but um so yeah i i can't really see it anywhere else either and um yeah and it's 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 cool it's like my least favorite one on that album as we've said but at the same time it's <laughs> yeah you know it, it keeps the whole thing together wonderfully so it does its job as the uh, the caboose <laughs> it's your least favorite child in the family but yeah you, still love you them gotta <laughs> there's always one you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> all right so then uh moving a little less epic under the top we got oh, uh, your favorite album. <laughs> so uh, I think I was curious uh, of the top criticisms you have. The song, I think, is one of the shining points of the album. I love this song as, as a whole. Are you down with the song? I mean, if you're in Omaha, Nebraska, the one skyscraper is going to be the one 
you know, building you look up to. So uh. there's not a, you know, <laughs> you got shake dog shake and like everything else is just yeah. like the, the apartment, the apartment building surrounding it. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Um, yeah. I like the song, but it's, 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 it's the longest song in the album and it's, it's not, I mean, there's, it's better than some of the other al- uh, songs, but it's, <laughs> you could have had lol doing like armpit farts at the end of the album and I would have been happier with, with that on there. Um, yeah. Then the top, the song. But, yeah, yeah. Then the well, then just anything. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, just, you're just done by that point. Huh? Yeah. Um, I feel like it oh, ends strong. Man. Banana fish bones into the top. It's got that middle, you know, little sprinkles that I don't know. I'm never as hard on this album as you. So I feel like the sprinkles <laughs> are what lose me on this album. It's just the little kind of the toppings. I'm not too big about. Like I feel like you got. Strong bookends with like Shake Dog Shake, and but you know, obviously, mm-hmm. that wouldn't be a closer. You know, sometimes no, they do kind no. of go back and forth with the openers, and closers work good where they're interchangeable, but um, that's definitely an opening song, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah, and but yeah, it's, it's I, the like wailing walls and empty world kind of little middle section ones that I'm like, eh, you know, but yeah, they take up space, they're they're the the reading chair in the corner of the room you never use. Exactly. <laughs> Do you think the song the top could have fit anywhere else? I mean, it does it have to be the end? No. Yeah. No, I don't think it fits anywhere else, but there I don't know if there's anything else on this album that I would put at the end. Yeah. Um that doesn't that doesn't mean it's the best closer, but it's <laughs> right. um because you can't put the caterpillar there, nah. um, which is, you know, the second best song. Um even dressing up closes out the first side, and that's like, I, I think I've mentioned that where I was just like, that's just a weird, it's not a closer, yeah. you know? It just totally feels like, all right, what's next? You know? um, yeah, I don't see Maybe any. Wailing Wall, but. Yeah, even like even Give like Me It, maybe, just because it's so like <laughs> rowdy and a mess. You could put Give Me It at the end, maybe, but I don't know. The mm-hmm. top is like, yeah, it's it's a little longer than the others, I, I would think, off the top of my head, but. uh um, yeah, it has that pace. But just, it it just yeah, it just sucks that like the your two best songs are unable to be able to take that last spot. You can't even bookend them. Yeah, and even like, <laughs> I, I mean, you could like say the third best song. Uh, I don't know, like Bird Mad Girl, or I don't know what what everybody's opinion is of the third best song in the album. Yeah, but I think it's. I all don't over think the any charts. of those. Yeah. Um. The tops in the the upper half of good songs on the album, but I don't know. It's, it ends on so it's the first song, the first album that ends on a thumbs down. Yeah, it's like meh. Okay. But that's I feel the same way about the whole album, so it's yeah. tough to say. <laughs> well, I'm not crazy about the album. I like that song. It might be my third favorite on the whole album. I think that song's pretty rad, but. uh that changes definitely the first two are solid yeah. but yeah i mean it's like banana fish bones one it's day all... might be like this is genius <laughs> <laughs> it's a long drop down to the third one yeah so <laughs> one of those deals well they'll win you back probably on the next album head on the door yeah um which is a strange one because you know we've we've kind of talked about how this album's 
like the, the kicks off the golden era, but it's a very like trim the fat kind of thing in a lot of degrees. Mm-hmm. And how even with our openers, I think we voted in between days technically the best opening song, but it's not really like the most epic opener when you think of Cure opening yeah. songs and stuff. But uh, you know, can't argue in between days. Um, kind of feel the same way about sinking, you know, where it's like, I mean, that's epic and like big, but they yeah. keep it keep, like like trimmed down too, which is surprising. It's that song. I feel like it could be like seven minutes long. It's only four minutes mm-hmm. and fifty seconds, you know. So it's like, you know, they could totally drag that out sometime live, you know. Even though I don't really feel like they yeah. do that even, but um, but yeah. they don't play it enough live. That's that's the problem. Yeah. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't. Th- it's obviously it's it, I don't know it, it's probably my favorite song in the album like if I'm in that right mood mm-hmm. um, but this whole album is pretty much brilliant except for maybe screw yeah <laughs> um, but or the baby screams uh, screw's got like a weird like baseline that I like to it but yeah. other than that um, yeah. I don't know so. I don't know if there's any other song on here that that goes you have that in between days pop feel to sinking like yeah that's 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 some you know bipolar shit right there that i love right um that's the way it should be and that's what you end the song such a downer and then it kicks back over to that drum beat and you're like oh shit i'm happy yeah and like it's it's perfect so um yeah that makes total sense that idea like you said at the top there of the loop around this is perfect where it's like yeah man this epic finale doesn't go on too long Mm -hmm. to like make you just not want to the whole thing with this album is it's fairly short and concise you know and then the cd loops back around like you said just goes in that drum roll there and you're just like fuck yeah yeah, let's do it again let's listen (laughs) (laughs) yeah with with as much sinking misses at the end with not carrying on, the beginning intro of the song is long enough to where you're get yeah. into that groove, you know. So yeah, yeah. That's that's that's, that's a such a fucking great song. And the only, if I was gonna rearrange it, which I wouldn't, I I think six different ways would be a cool way to end it. Hmm. Um, okay. Just a little funky and like yeah, I don't know. Kind of. Because then you have the one. Uh-huh. Yeah, you have a one-two punch with that, and in between days, you go one back to back. Yeah. With happier songs. So. But. Yeah, I was thinking too. Like, I mean, if you have sinking, to me, it's a no-brainer. You have to put that at the end, you know. But like, mm-hmm. if for some reason you didn't have sinking, I actually think, and maybe it's just because I loved standing on the beach so much, and it was so early in my Cure discovery that it's kind of burned into my head. But like. The way the tape the tape ended with um, close to me is kind of cool, mm-hmm. you know. And I always liked that it that, ended yeah. that way. And Paris, even that's the closing song. Even though I'm like, when you look at it now, you're kind of like, ah, oh, that's weird. But like, it is kind of a cool, like, fun closer. I remember just the way those mm-hmm. singles would end that way. And then even on that same scale, the way the CD of Staring at the Sea had a night like this is the last song in the video compilation, mm-hmm. just the, the feelings I had as a kid of watching the video compilation and it would go into a night like this and then it would fade into the credits and I was like ah, oh, it's fucking perfect you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which, otherwise I would never consider those songs like closer ones really, you know, but it was like yeah, yeah that actually worked pretty brilliantly you know, so 
but yeah, I, I could see a night like this more than close to me. Yeah. But that would be another weird thing where you're putting, uh, I think In Between Days was a bigger single, but you're still putting Close to Me yeah. up there, which is, the, like, a, that's another weird, like, you don't want to bury that up. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> bury your other big single, yeah. Especially at this yeah. point in their career and stuff, they weren't. You know, this is that's why it broke through so big is because they weren't mm-hmm. people weren't fishing for close to me at the end. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. And this this is the first album where they do not do the title track. It is. Yes. Uh, all that buildup. And I forgot to ca- call it out. So thank you. <laughs> yeah. Not the title track. And uh, won't happen again for what? One, two, three, four more albums. Oh, wow. or so. so, yeah. Yeah. Strange. So the closest thing would have been close to me, which is the title track. It would have been, you know, since he says head on the door in the song. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, maybe that was a runner up at one point as the closer, but they're like, <laughs> Chris Perry was like, you fucking nuts. That's the, <laughs> that's the second single. <laughs> I'm putting it last. Yeah. On this epic 10 song album <laughs> like you haven't seen anything uh, yet epic wait till our next <laughs> album <laughs> so kiss me kiss oh, me kiss Jesus me Christ. oh man Fuck. so many potential closers who knows but let's look at fight first the the actual closer not my favorite uh, it, when you put no, all the definitely not. not not my favorite when you put all the songs that kiss me in a row and not my favorite when you put all the closing cure songs in a row. Um, never extreme hatred for it, but it always just seemed a little cheesy for some reason. I think I said yeah. way back early on, I just no, I don't really want to be inspired um by the cure you know this is too inspirational like <laughs> bob larson should have listened to this song maybe he would have been a little more <laughs> this is what he was going for but no i want to i, wanna, I, I listen to 80s montage music yeah. for my inspiration <laughs> like i don't yeah i'm gonna feel good it's gonna be with why can't i be you or something it's not gonna be yeah. robert telling me to just don't give up and keep fighting. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that was, uh, there's that was a weird one. <laughs> good. There are, you know, I, because I, I, we, we shit on, I don't know, did we shit on the kiss being the first opening track? Um, I never had any problem with it, but I know you've, you, you mentioned, uh, you're not the biggest fan of it. Or... No. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That could have been a closer. There, That's kind of one where it goes. That could have been because yeah, it's more of the rock out ending. Yeah, and it is a weird opener because just because it is so like whoa, all right. So and it takes a while to get rolling, and then it's you know not really like the mm-hmm. others. Uh, and then that transition into catch is always so odd that I like that, it, but at the same time it's yeah. Weird, but, um, yeah, I would see that as maybe an ending. Um, but I could also even see like even like hot 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 or uh, something quirky to end the album on just yeah. because this is a more quirkier album. Yeah, um, and it's so poppy that uh, yeah, ending on the kiss is like such like an angry note. To yeah, <laughs> have like this like fun like we're just having a good time now, and then it's just like fucking him screaming at the yeah, end. Like, it's like whoa, all right. <laughs> It's the same thing of like, why do you open the album with that? Like, 
Yeah. Because that's not what the album is. Like, the whole album isn't like that, or even half of it is even like that, you know? Yeah. So, uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like want. Like, it doesn't fit like that. Yeah. You know, where I'm just like, if you're going to make that song the first song on the album, it's got to be really fucking good. And that song's not really fucking good. So, um, I would be fine having that at the last song. Um, but yeah, uh, there are definitely a ton, a ton of songs on here that could be yeah. final songs. I feel like, um, One they more. could even put, uh, if tonight we, uh, if only tonight we could sleep so I could just fucking turn the album off, <laughs> um, before we get to the end. Yeah, or just fall asleep before the end, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'd put one more time, maybe. That would be that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a sad. Yeah. Little, one more time takes the literal thing to go. It's like just one more song. One more time. <laughs> uh, yeah. There's some what other, about, what other ab- potentials. Uh huh. What about how beautiful you are? Yeah, it's uh, I think almost a, a little too close to a potential single feeling where it would be a little weird, but it's. It'd be a nice note to end on, you know? Like, yeah. I guess it one would be of the... contrast the kiss. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I could see that working. Or, or just one of those weirder, like, snake pit or one of those kind of deals where yeah. you're just going to go out on this really trippy note kind of deal. But, uh, yeah. I really felt like they didn't give a fuck about this track listing when they made this album. <laughs> so many and goddamn I don't know songs why. there just probably like forgot ones they had and shit. That's probably why half those B sides got left off because they're just like, ah, oh, fuck. It. Well, so it's many... too late to change it now. <laughs> well, with so many good B sides just sitting there. Yeah. And it, but like, I mean, we could complain about that all day, but like, just the track orders, so like, compared to the other albums, this one's just a fucking. Like, it's like they just threw them in a basket and just, like, <laughs> and they were just like, okay, just pick them out. And, like, I don't know. Uh, the only one I think they, I don't even know if they got it right, but they put Just Like Heaven on the, technically be the start the of the seaside, second side. But yeah, start yeah, of the Yeah, so. My only real problem is Hey You is anywhere on it, but uh, that's pretty much, uh, I guess you could, because they end side A with that, but if you edit the whole album with Hey You, who knows? But I think I'd even take fight over that, but. Um, yeah, I would definitely, yeah, I'd take fight over that, <laughs> yeah. So, but fight, you know, it's inspiration. It's almost like, it's got a cool groove to it. I think it's just the lyrics I'm not into, you know, like. Yeah, it's not a terrible song, but like again, we go back to they should have trimmed this album, or if you're gonna keep the same tracks, you've got just like riches of fucking B sides, yeah, of 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 just amazing material um, that you could put on here, and like Hey You is on here. Come on, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) like come on. It must have been just because it's short, so they could just kind of squeeze it well, in, you know. It's like, oh, we got room for one more, but I, uh, breathe I, isn't gonna I, fit. I, and, uh, so. It's like I'm trying to make a mix CD for a girlfriend, and I'm just like, oh, I got a minute and a half in here. I gotta <laughs> totally. like find the put minute and twenty two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a weird note to end on, but why not? Just squeeze it in. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I guess like any of that, to the sky or something would have been a cool one. That was in that era, I believe. Mm-hmm. I've never really been able to confirm that, but I think uh, breathe even would be a kind of a cool mellow closer. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm, chain of flowers even would be a cool one but yeah 
Uh, I would, yeah, I'd love that. And like anything, the contrast that kiss. Yeah. Um, I th- I think you're you're doing a good job, but like you're putting fight with the kiss, and it's just I already don't like the ending. I'm not gonna like it to roll over to the the same kind of vibe. I guess. Sure. Like, yeah, it is know. kind of the it, the next harder song on there. Yeah. I guess as far as sharp guitars and stuff like that. But interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Never give up, man. No. Never give up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally. Uh, uh, well, maybe inspired. not. Uh, the next album, Disintegration. You've heard of it. We've all uh, <laughs> heard That's of all right. this record. Um, so yeah, uh, Untitled is the closer on this one. Well, it kind of mm-hmm. seems like a no-brainer. It is a weird. That was the one I was subtly referring to earlier on, where it's. Uh, more of the rising action climax falling action resolution mm-hmm. scenario for the cure which we don't get very often um but seems like disintegration would be a, a very strong contender f- to close the al- album out on yeah but then we get the little mellow kind of come down with homesick and and then the ultimate good finale though i mean it's a good fucking closing song maybe one of my favorites if yeah. not my absolute favorite yep. just because i love the song so much um but yeah I, I love this song it's it you know the way they do it live in particular too where they do the stagger out exit and stuff but on the album yeah. you, you get that feel anyway but um yeah it's a good closer but what do you think disintegration versus that though is that even am i the only that's got to be an obvious pondering right I mean, if you're going to stay with the theme that they had earlier on, you would put that there. Yeah, it's um, even the title track. Gonna, title <laughs> tracks. Uh, I always thought it should have been the closing track um, yeah. just because of the way it ends. But you cannot break up Prayers for Rain, the same deep water in you and disintegration. That's like True. <laughs> the, the holy trinity of the depths of my depression. Like, yeah. uh, it's just... it's. Uh, <laughs> My depression needs that. You can't break it. <laughs> it's so layered. It's just like, it's, yeah. oh man. It's like, I don't know how you can break that up, but Untitled is such a good song. Yeah. That I don't like it at that end spot. Hmm. I wish I had my notes in front of me because I don't remember what I put there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's tricky. That's where you almost have to like enlist some some b-side help or mm. something if you're gonna do any kind of rearranging yeah. but but that I mean that's kind of the bigger dilemma is not so much that like yeah disintegration could be an awesome closer but then untitled anywhere else in the album would be really fucking weird unless you're like closing out be. the middle of the album or something but that's even such a closing song you know <laughs> it's like god damn but just like um just Imagining listening to that album and ending on Disintegration with that long, just powerful song, and then everything goes silent, and then you go back in the plain song, like, that kind of gives me goosebumps, like, yeah, thinking of that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it ends so, like, Untitled is such a great song, but it ends so weirdly with that. Yeah. Um, but it like, kind of disintegrates. It, it's more of the fade out. Yeah. You know? So it kind of goes with the full theme more instead of just this harsh kind of finale. Mm-hmm. You know? So, 
I think the weirder link is homesick because it's, you know, it's like coming out of disintegration, then going into mm-hmm. homesick. I'm always a little like, eh, I'm not really ready for a, another song after disintegration. Yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, where am I going? I can't like just go launch into this beautiful little piano part, you know, so that's. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if almost as much as it would kill me that Untitled isn't there, it'd just cut the whole album as a 10 song thing, you know, like just don't have it or, you know, save Untitled for Wish or something like that, you know, so it's like, <laughs> which is blasphemy in its what? own way. But at the same time, it's like if we didn't know it didn't exist, then it wouldn't hurt as bad. Kind of thing. <laughs> so. Are there any songs that you would absolutely say no to being a closer? Like, even if you broke up Prayers for Rain or Same Deep Waters as you, I could see that as a closer. Other closers on Same this Deep album? Uh, yeah. Just the singles. That'd be fucking depressing. Yeah, Jesus Christ. yeah. I, I mean, a lot of them could work, but, like, yeah, you can't close with, like, Love Song or Lullaby or anything. But, um, yeah. Um, Same Deep Waters as you could could work but yeah like you're saying you don't want to break that up even first ring could be a good closer even fascination street really even though it's a single you know but yeah um hmm yeah close close down yeah. that'd be kind of literal though sure <laughs> you don't want to do that <laughs> yeah um, i just i like the way that bass goes down in that one and it just feels like everything's coming yeah like you could the 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 trains come into a, sl- a slow stop. Yeah, so, but, yeah, yeah. I Pitch, don't know. I, I, you can't the, put it at the end either. That's just like ridiculously yeah perfect single. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whole album's perfect. What are we talking about? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's a good problem to have when you're making an album. Or to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're all too perfect. <laughs> 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 oh man uh, but it is odd because yeah. there, there is I have very few other albums that I love where it really could end there but I'm so glad it didn't but at the same time you know what mm-hmm. I mean it would be a perfect closer just in a, and I think that's why a lot of times with the live set going back to that idea they do end you know they start the set with playing song and end it with disintegration mm-hmm. and then they'll play a whole bunch of encores and then maybe even encore will end with untitled or something you know or it is the, the perfect runner-up closer, you know, so that and a hundred years going back to pornography again. How yeah, a lot of those sets are. It's like, yeah, I mean that's a great opener too, but that would have totally in that vein of closers worked perfectly. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, you don't get a better ending song than end, right? From Wish. <laughs> I mean, it's called sure, Ed. Gavin. Where the hell else are you gonna put it? You can't. <laughs> can't put it at the beginning. I mean, you could just name it something different, I guess, but that's cheating. <laughs> so, uh, I think oh, it's a man. good ending. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not bad. It's not. It's they've had worse. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what else I would put there. Uh, maybe to wish impossible things. Yeah. But I don't know that's if I want. was too mellow. Know. Yeah, it's a weird. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's got to be that. I'd almost say like Edge of the Deep Green Sea, even. Um, Maybe. Even though it's too cool to bury that far in it, but at the same time, has that epic, you know, long, you know, it's a yeah. good spot for it. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. I think because yeah, if you try to think oh. of end without it being called end, you know, it really probably could go other places too. It is just like a cool rock song. I feel like it is really long though, right? Like it's not as long as those like live ones from like show. Apparently, I was totally oblivious to how long that was. Um, yeah, it's six forty-five and open is six fifty-one, so they're roughly about the same length. Wow. I never I feel think like end is it, that long when I listen to it. That's a good yeah, one. it really doesn't. Um, but they flow into each other pretty well. Mm-hmm. End and open. Uh, so I mean, I I don't have a complaint there uh, when the album restarts. Uh, yeah, from the, from the edge of a deep green sea is the only other one I can think of. Uh, yeah, I'm not really thinking of anything else here. Yeah. Seen anything? Literal least definitely can't go there. Nah. Um, I'm still upset it's so low. Uh, but. <laughs> I mean, cut could be I mean, like an angry ending, maybe, maybe but that's, yeah. a, that's a little weird still. But Yeah, I guess you got to go with that. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we can't go change it now. Can't so, change but, yeah, it. I don't. Is it uh, more because it's a possible where we're really getting the idea at this point in cure history where they're burning into our head the end of the cure, even, you know? So the whole yeah. thing stop loving me. Is it almost works better in that regards of like context maybe of like yeah that's maybe that would yeah. be the ultimate to end on kind of thing of like <laughs> him just screaming about how too loved he is and <laughs> can't handle right, it at anymore. least he's not trying to motivate you yeah he's not trying to motivate yeah exactly you that's yeah. i'm happy <laughs> miserable yeah uh i mean if we were ranking them it would probably fall somewhere right in the middle yeah um it's not great. It's not terrible. Yeah, uh, I like yeah, it a lot it's, more it's now than song. I used to. It's one that grew on me a lot. Yeah. I think as you get sick of other stuff more and more of those kinds of songs, I always love the guitar stuff going on, you know? That's where mm-hmm. they, that and open are, like, where you start get the closest possible, like, shoegaze cure or something, you know, where it's like, yeah, yeah. this is where it could have really taken a, a strange angle. But, yeah. Um, so then we changed Good. quite a bit. <laughs> wild, yeah. wild mood swings, everybody's favorite. Uh, the golden age. Yes. <laughs> and one of my top favorite songs on this album, Bear. I love this song, even though it is long as fuck. And, you know, yeah. I'm glad they didn't trim it down. And I think it's in a perfect spot because, yeah, that would be weird putting that anywhere else on the album. But uh, I like the little false endings and stuff and it just keeps coming back and it's so like relationship song that it's kind of like that yeah just fucking let it die you know and it's like no and it comes back again it's just like it's like those phone calls the, the few too many that you make you know and uh, yeah so i think it whether that was the intention or not i think it just <laughs> matches that 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 finale relationship feeling very well you know so yeah. Even though and, we all and, know and it's about Lowell, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I as much as I like Bear, I still think the ending song on this album should be Jupiter Crash. Yeah. Man. Yep. I think I think it's a good mix, but uh, when you're ending that and going back into Want, um, uh, it's one of my favorite songs in the album, and I would love to hear it at the end. Hmm. Um, if you could cut some of this other bullshit out, but uh, 
Yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah. I guess the only fear, obviously, yeah, it would sound good there and, and loop around. It's just that, yeah, it would be so buried, especially with how many songs are on this album. It would be like yeah. all the way down there. You would worry that nobody would make it to it, but uh, that, well, uh, nobody's gonna make it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody's gonna make it to, to begin with, anyways. Sure, <laughs> we've already cut and dissected this one up, and I don't think we've made a. Sure, you can't make a cohesive playlist out of it. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't work. And um, again, yeah, I could see a few others fitting there, but not stop. Bear being anywhere else in the album. Especially as we're in the CD yeah, age now, and you're that. not flipping yeah. sides or anything, so it's like that would be really like a, a big mm-hmm. void in the middle of the album if you put it there without trimming it. Um, Treasure could be a good closer because it's all. I was yeah, about that would be my death and finale, second. and you know. <laughs> but uh, I think Bear even has that kind of beat on the epic front, though, as far as just the length and how big it is you know so yeah i mean it takes up like a fourth of the album yeah (laughs) (laughs) cool it doesn't really i just i just it's it's only it's only eight minutes long yeah um (laughs) we're back to title tracks for the next one blood flowers and um i'm fine with this one being there it's one of my favorite songs on the album um I think it's uh yeah it's it's it, it's a weird one it wouldn't really fit anywhere else on the album uh, even if you take the well he's singing about flowers and stuff it kind of has to be named blood flowers I yeah guess. <laughs> yeah um, you either gotta put that the first track or the last yeah track. <laughs> uh, um, but I love this song I think it's really cool underrated cure song yeah. for sure um, but yeah I don't know I don't see it. It's it's so fucking over dramatic that you can't put it. <laughs> I mean, this whole al- <laughs> this whole album is, I guess. But I, I definitely like it a lot more um, after refinding out. I forget which, where the hell, maybe back in Never Enough, the book, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. the idea of blood flowers being uh, like a soldier that was shot, and that's the blood that forms. You know, I think it had like two mm-hmm. meanings that they were kind of bouncing around in different interviews, but. Like I hadn't heard that before, and I was like, "Oh shit!" That made me like it so much more because the idea of blood flowers was starting to feel like Robert scraping the bottom of the barrel as far as like just grouping, you know, like blood spiders or you know. <laughs> it's like, wow, what the fuck does that even mean? But the fact that it has like this cool meaning, I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'm on board now. That's great." So, um, so yeah, that that's cool, and that makes me love the song even even more. But. It would be weird anywhere uh, else. Uh, how um, about you do us all a favor and put Watching Me Fall as the last song? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Actually, that's not great. have to worry about <laughs> that fucking 30-minute epic yeah, of as a, just garbage. As a runner-up, for sure. Like, I mean, just anywhere but fucking <laughs> track number two like, is like, come on, uh, man. You can't uh, put this. Yeah. <laughs> can't. After, like, the best song on the album, Out of This World, it's just like... 
It's like oh, t- turning then, yeah. out of your driveway, and then you got like a mountain in front of you, and you gotta like <laughs> drive up that. It's like, it's like we just started, man. What the? <laughs> oh, That's such a bad idea. I don't know why they did that. Um, <laughs> it's like, but yeah, that'd be yeah. a good finale. Even it might even made me like it a little bit more because it was like this. All right, this is the grand, you know. Yeah. Conclusion. Yeah. I, I think it would. It's just like you're. Ugh. You're putting your listeners to a lot when your second song is 12 minutes long. You know, exactly. and it's not very good to begin with. Yeah, I, I mean that that maybe it would probably like it a little bit more if it was the last song. But yeah, I don't think you can get rid of Blood Flowers off of that. Yeah, I like it as the first track though. Yeah, I mean it is almost I, I one of those. I don't like "Out of This World" as a first track. I mean, it's a, it's a great song and it's a great first track, but it's it does um, kind of start a little too soft, maybe you know, like a little with the wishy-washy brush drums and yeah. stuff, you know, like or yeah, maybe it could have benefited from a little more like we saw with the other albums where you come out a little yeah, a little more harsh with "Blood well, Flowers" first and then go into. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's let's face it. It's not the first time Robert sold us on a, you know, false bill of goods or anything. With like the first <laughs> song being completely different from the rest of the album, yeah. or better than the rest of the album. Check so, this out. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I would I would I like Blood Flowers as the first song more than Out of This World. Hmm. Uh, just just like thinking of it this way. Which probably totally contradicts what I said before. <laughs> um, in true but, cure uh, fashion, you gotta contradict yeah, yourself absolutely. a bit, right? <laughs> yeah. Or you put it on there twice, right? So. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's better than listen to Watch Me Fall all the way through once. Yeah, re- reprise. <laughs> totally. Uh, well, no real complaint on that one, but on the next no. one, of course, we got. I'm saving all my complaints for self-titled album. God damn it. Uh, the promise. Yeah, yeah. I'm done by that point. Uh, even though I think I technically hate never. Is it the one before it? It's like this other. Really, I can't even oh, remember. It's... Like that one just exhausts me so much that like by the time promise rolls around, I'm like I'm done. I can't. Um. So yeah. I'm... There's a there's a long list of songs I hate mer- worse than the one before it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I. Oh my god. I mean, it's just, um, yeah. It's, but promise? I might have only made it all the way to The Promise twice. Wow. Once was just listening for this podcast. <laughs> and the first one was probably the first time I've listened to the album. Um, there's not a lot in here that I would, I would bookend. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great at oh, the end man. because, yeah, by that point, I am just exhausted and don't want something that I would rather listen to be further down and, and lost in that yeah. kind of void. I feel like it is really just those two songs, at least like, I don't know what's going on and taking off or kind of just miss pop songs. Really? You know, yeah. it's not like this epic finale screaming stuff that like I have a problem with, with this whole album or, um, you know, there's points of it going out through the whole thing, but, uh, Mm-hmm. But but like never, I think it's just where it's just like, oh, like I couldn't hum you one part of that song right now. <laughs> it's like I have no clue. You know? Every time as soon as I put it on, I'm like, oh yeah, that fucking song. But like I, it never sticks in my head or anything. And 
At least promise. I know he's just like screaming, oh, promise, dude. <laughs> yeah, <no, it's> just... <laughs> and again, it just it's ends fucking... too angry and then it goes back into Lost, which is a cool song, but it's like this whole shit all over again, you know, we're just screaming something at you, you know, and it's just stop, stop screaming. <laughs> but I've covered Yeah, there's, that. I, I don't, th- there's not enough on this album to move anything around where it's going to be <laughs> anything's going to be good enough to start off or to end the album with. Um, eh. uh, they could have made this into an EP with End of the World and maybe like one or two other songs on this <laughs> album. And they would have yeah. been set. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> 413 is kind of a... Where it's a shame and where it kind of falls apart by the end, in my opinion, too, where like it's over. Great name for a finale. Um, and the song's even grown on me a bit. Like, I feel like the torn mm-hmm. down thing at least made me remember that it is a song. <laughs> like, went mm-hmm. back and listened to it. I'm like, yeah, it's got, you know, it's still rambly as fuck, and it's a weird kind of rock out finale more than epic you know it's like not cure epic as much as just this jambly rambly rock out ending you know but so it's almost there like I said it's grown on me it's taken 13 years for me to get here which is good (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) one step at a time yeah it's still not saying much you know maybe the next 13 years before the next album it'll be uh I love it. It'll be in your top five by then. Yeah, yeah. maybe. So, uh, but I don't know. I mean, I guess it it works good there at the end. Um, does it does it complement underneath the stars though? No, nah, it's just the. I album don't think it's done good at that point. Yeah, there's there's no flipping back through it. Um, but I mean, a lot of that could be the fault of the middle stuff going on. You know, like some of those throwaway tracks. If you just trim the whole album down to like a head on the door kind of size then yeah maybe yeah. i'll be like whoa shit they rocked it all out and then i'm like ah, oh, it's time to chill out again and let it flip and go into underneath the stars but doesn't really so i don't know if- yeah i mean if you really trim this yeah like if you really trim this down to nine tracks um i think you got a pretty decent album uh i don't know what you'd put the last song as Aside from that, <sighs> um, yeah. I, I keep thinking of Hungry Ghost, but I don't. That doesn't. Sleeping on Dead actually might mm. be a cool like. Get it? I'm Fuck not going to sleep. <laughs> 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 Again, the scream just like kills me. Where it's like the one before it is just like possibly the worst yeah. cure song ever recorded in my opinion but it's like I'm exhausted uh, by the time I got to the it's over I'm just like ugh it's literally even called scream so stop well, what about siren song that sounds too good to put that, that far down um, <laughs> yeah that's a yeah that one I would feel like bump it forward almost even just put it right after only one or something but uh I don't know. Like perfect, yeah. perfect boy isn't really a good closing song. Here now with you, mm. you almost kind of have to end it on a rock n- note. Yeah, if you're if you're starting off with underneath the stars, 
and you don't have another song to complement that as like a yeah, like epically dreamy as good as that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you don't have. You kind of have to go with the other contrast of like harder with rock. I would, yeah. Uh. It's yeah. over. But that's like. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and as of now, it's the the actual closer. Yeah, it's a, that's the finale album. So it's, a, it's a lot of weight to put on one song. Is the last recorded it is. song of a band's catalog. So I feel like for no other reason, that should probably be incentive for Robert to put this album out. <laughs> this new al- Wasn't there a rumor that this new album had like a 10 minute plus song? Or something? Did I? Yeah, hear I mean, like four years ago when I was <laughs> on top of all the rumors. I think uh, I thought somebody just said the whole noise. It might it might have been like the one track noise album that I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. Uh, like I, I felt I like Roger or somebody had said that. Yeah, there's like one song that's like ten minutes plus and it's super epic as fuck. And I'm like, sweet. I wonder if that's yeah. the closing track. So. That was uh, that was Roger. I'm I'm pretty sure now that I'm remembering it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Uh, yeah, who the fuck knows though? I mean, could I don't be track two. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Guys, give him a give him a really good song and then drop this like 30 minute epic piece of shit on them yeah. and then see if, <laughs> see if they stick around. <laughs> oh. You never know with the care these days. Uh. <laughs> oh my god yeah but, uh yeah I, th- I think overall it's um they've done pretty they've done better with opening tracks and closing tracks okay yeah i'd probably agree oh. even though i like a lot of their closers uh a lot yeah, so I, wouldn't, I, but... I wouldn't put them in my like yeah i think a lot more like openers make it into my overall like favorite cure songs more than closers do but yeah i mean i mean you don't have like you don't have disintegration as a closer on disintegration, so that kind of hurts. Yeah. Not that un- Untitled isn't the top, but like I mean, if you're gonna put that's like one of my all-time favorite songs, so that's got to be at the top, and that's not a closer. So yeah, um, you you'd have to go with you know your first four favorite you your top favorite songs have to be Pornography, Faith, Seventeen Seconds. And sure. three imaginary boys, and I don't think that's everybody, anybody's top four songs. <laughs> yeah. You know, True. compared to you know, you know, the Holy Hour and Boys Don't Cry and uh, what's seventeen seconds? Well, that doesn't really count though. A reflection. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I would definitely go. They're better with openers, plain mm-hmm. song. Want. Yeah. Some, uh, some. Yeah. Some bangers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what are your top three? Uh, we won't, like we said, we won't do the whole categorizing and see where we match up on the rankings, but do you have a, we'll say top three faves out of all top these? Top three, I would probably go sinking. And then I would probably go, oh, even though I don't, I want disintegration as the closer. I'm still <laughs> gonna go untitled. Yeah. Um, and then probably f- faith. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, ding, I think ding. that's what I gotta go with. We messed up. Is that what you up. got too? Yeah, we messed oh, up. Oh, nice. That was my top three. Who's, 
as much as yeah, I love like bear and and even end and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. uh I think I gotta go with those as my top three. Um, uh, yeah, so bottom three, I think we <laughs> <laughs> might we might match up again. So, uh, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! Now I have to remember the names of these songs. Yeah, um. Funny. What do we have here? What was on the self-titled was uh, the, the promise, promise is a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> uh, no, Blood Flowers is good. I got to give it that. Um, fight sinking. Oh, man. Uh, we'll have to go with. Fuck. That's that's, that's weird. Okay. Um <laughs> It's a promise for sure. Um, it's it's over. Okay. And then the last one's the trickiest. Like, which one? That is a tricky one. <laughs> it's like, who gets this dubious honor of least favorite third? I really... Oh, man. I want to say the top just because I don't like that, al- that, that album, but Fight is really not yeah. a good closing track. So I'm going to go with fight. All right. We match up again, my friends. Good job. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Fight, you know, would be the one out of the albums I like more. <laughs> so obviously promise over. It's over. And uh, mm-hmm. fight, you know, I can. I'm fine with fight in the grand scheme of things. But as far as the rest of the album and its spot as a closer, eh. Pornography, the yeah, song I'm, isn't really that fun to listen to, but I think it does such a good job on the album, and you know that's mm-hmm. just more of a such a good team player song, you know. So I, I, I can't really knock it for that, and I like the top, yeah. so it has to be fight for me, um, which is odd because it's like dead center in that era of everything that I love, <laughs> but it's like nope. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, as, that's pretty as cool. much as I don't like the album top the song it's it's better than than fight yeah so uh yeah i can't really slate yeah i don't yeah just another reinforcement that uh um just like heaven <laughs> uh holds the entire album together the whole um, album, huh? it 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 could possibly be the worst opening closing duo of uh of the cure Ooh, yeah man let's save that for an episode next year the du- <laughs> the duos of uh i, the I like punches. the kiss a lot i think the kiss is awesome i agree that it's a little weird on that but album, but uh yeah i don't i don't know of like a of a worse uh, lost in promise maybe <laughs> um, lost in I, come on you can't really <laughs> we're not even counting that, that doesn't or... count okay. <laughs> that doesn't count all right, all right, because but... that's that's automatically the worst yeah. um but like i mean i can't shake dog shake in the top that's better than that yeah um fuck that's a that's a I don't know, man. Sure. Yeah, that might um, be pretty far down there. Because, um, like, hmm. even you, you even have underneath the stars. Yeah, that's like which is which is better than above either of those that. songs. Yeah, and and it's over, which is isn't great, but you but know, so, underneath the yeah. stars is so good that it carries it. Yeah, and 
Yeah. Yeah. For most of them, even if there's one that's not that hot, then like, you know, the, the opener or the vice versa is like so good that you can't really, but yeah, mm-hmm. kiss, kiss and fight might be pretty far down on the list there. Even wild mood swings, like want so good and bears awesome. So they're kind of on par with each other. If not, you know, balanced out. Yeah. So in the it's next just, episode, we're we're going to discuss of why "Kiss Me, Kiss Me, Kiss Me" is a terrible album. Uh, uh, yeah, um, so that, <laughs> this was an idea you had touched on in a Patreon episode. So if you want to further yeah. hear this theory of Chaz's, you have to subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> but, but yeah, I think it's uh, definitely developing. So I think uh, you, you might have a, a a point there on that one for sure. So maybe, uh, but I don't know. Still I am a lot shocked to say that Person, one amazing I, song is holding a whole double album together. It's... <laughs> I am personally shocked of how that album has gone from top three and how it's like through the years has progressed going down and down and down, <laughs> even though it has my wedding song on it. Yeah, so, it's a... yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's so. just kind of like every Cure fan, you know, like that era and everything. It's so like personal to your heart, and you know. But then when you really look mm-hmm. at it, it's kind of like, yeah, there are a lot of holes in this. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> clever. Some days you gotta wake, look at yourself in the mirror, and just you know, you gotta look into the void. Yeah. So uh, good on them for it taking this long yeah. for us to catch on. Though. <laughs> like, maybe that album wasn't as good as I thought. It. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> uh, on that note, I guess we'll, us. yeah, we will shall wrap up our conclusions of uh, closing yeah. tracks. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Definitely let us know what your top three favorites and and least favorite, and uh, yeah, what you think of closing tracks in general do you are they something that is very personal to you or not <laughs> we want to hear your I, thoughts call us now so <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be first third and last track are the most important on the album i don't know why first third and last and last yeah huh okay i would go Ooh, yeah i was hmm that's an interesting question. For some reason, like lots of classic albums, I love track nine. I went through this whole weird conspiracy thing where track nine was That's... like, it's usually like a fairly mellow track, but it's like not okay. not a single a lot of times, but like the, you know, kind of cool ballad. And uh, that's a, I think the that's Cure, a weird spot. Yeah, the Cure definitely broke the mold for it. But like pretty much every other band I love, like. Like track nines, I don't know. I just grabbed Wish and Letter to Elise is track nine, so I guess that is a perfect example mm. of, like, for some reason I yeah. just had this weird night where I was like pulling out all my CDs. I was like, holy shit, number nine! <laughs> but you know you how just I gotta, get sometimes. <laughs> Casey comes in the next morning, you just get a giant board up like yeah, with all strings everywhere, scribbled all it's over all my body. Sense. <laughs> I've done it. It's not three or thirteen. It's nine. <laughs> She's like, that's great. Gavin. <laughs> just like heaven. Yeah. Just like heaven is track number nine. Ah! On uh it's is all it? making sense. No way. Yeah, it is. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. See? <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> awesome. It's but it's such a weird number because if you think of how many albums only have ten Yeah. Ten yeah, tracks, it's fairly or maybe consistent. eleven it, 
throughout the eras and yeah, big albums versus small albums. So. Yeah, I was going to say my probably my next number of that would be number seven. I don't know why. Hmm. It's just like evenly spaced out album, one, three, seven, not at last okay. one. So, Real quick before we wrap, your mega single for the album, do you prefer it at three then over two? Like I like a good number two. Yeah, single. I, I, I like a good three because I like to see the opening and then what you got coming up. Cool. Uh, maybe like just a uh, like a burnt like just a filler track and see how good that is and then hit me with the single on the third song. Yeah, yeah, that works good. I like, I do like the kind of epic weirder opening track that isn't a single and then mm-hmm. and then your single second always is kind of a nice combo. Um, okay. So like it's kind of like here's like the see if you're really on board and then like okay here's the big single so. I don't know, but that might be uh, a '90s thing too. When I think about it now, a lot of those rock bands would put the catchy single second. But anyway, <laughs> Gavin, Gavin, you you got to prove yourself a little bit more to me before I let you in my life. Uh oh, yeah. You got to give me at least one more track out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like keep it going, man. I was like, yeah. maybe I just bought too many albums that weren't that good in the '90s, so they always put like their their big single like pretty early. <laughs> so they're like stuffing it up there in the front, you know. It's like we're gonna lose them if we put it third, man. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> but, Oh, awesome. Man. Well, thanks so much for uh, talking closing tracks as we wind down the year here. We might have one more surprise episode sandwiched in between or before this, but uh, otherwise we got our finale episode coming up next. And uh, hopefully you'll join me for that, Chaz. And uh, we yes, can absolutely. recap all of the awesome things that happened in the Cures <laughs> history in the last year and uh, what we accomplished or didn't accomplish as a podcast this year. So winding down the I'm year. Feel- we're only going to talk about the Cure for about five minutes, <laughs> and then we're going to probably spend an hour of talking about Dune. Super, yeah. And then maybe about 10 minutes about our favorite movies and music. There so you go. Just strap in. Brace yourselves. It's going to be epic. <laughs> Start thinking about your favorite albums and movies out there. I want to hear and, listeners' yeah. picks, And your, fa- your favorite part of Dune, too. Yes. So, favorite and then, scene. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We, got, we all got our homework. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks so much, man. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. We'll catch you soon. Keep safe. Stay alive. We only got a little bit more to make it through the year. <laughs> and uh, Stay safe. Yes. Talk hard. <laughs> <laughs>All right, again, a very special thank you to Chaz and to you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed that. And um, since recording that, I started watching that Get Back Beatles documentary, the Peter Jackson thing, and um, it occurred to me that that album, Let It Be, the last track is Get Back. So um, our our initial question of a single being the last track, uh, it's not the only single from the album. I think that was the original idea but still a single a number one single last track there's bound to be more out there but uh that one kind of hit me right as uh i was watching that after this finished editing this one and since recording this episode there's been a lot of uh developments in the cure world where the whole european tour got announced and um lots of dates all across europe lots of cool amazing cities i would love to visit 
Ah, man. Um, but yeah, ultimately, I think I'm going to stay put and try to bank on um, Roger's comment that followed shortly after saying that rest of the world shows would be announced soon. So I'm, I'm hoping that his idea of soon is a lot uh, quicker than Robert's. But we'll see what happens. Um, do want to just send the giant congrats to everybody out there already that I'm getting post and hearing from that have landed tickets. I know a lot of uh, you guys are, are going to do it, and I can't wait to hear all about your adventures. So please, I'm already throwing it out there. Feel free to share them with us here at the Holy Hour. It's bound to be amazing. It's nice that ultimately this just means the ball's rolling, and uh, it's it's a long way off still, but new album is still in the buzz and uh, tour. So... Finally, finally, we did it. But no better way to close out a Closing Tracks episode than to give a great big shout out to our Patreon crew. So all you guys out there, we really uh, appreciate it and uh, making this a successful first year of Patreon. We'll really give you more praise and, and shout outs in the next end of the year episode, of course. But for now, I gotta send some love out to Donna, Craig, Jeff Hilton, Jeff Cortland Jones, Suzanne, John. Ben, Allison, Allen, and our newest Patreon member, Dione. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, so correct me if I'm wrong. And, um, of course, we have our loyal listener, Scott Kruger, who's not only an amazing human in general, but he's also the co-host of the Sarlacc Digest. You know, I've flown around this goddamn galaxy from one side to the other, and I've seen a lot of strange shit, but I've never seen anything quite like the Sarlacc Digest podcast. And you know what? It's on Wednesday nights now. They've shifted it from Sundays to Wednesdays. It's Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on YouTube. If you want to catch the live show as it's happening, they did that because Book of Boba Fett is just around the corner. comes out on December 29th, and they are ready. They're getting pumped to share all their Star Wars knowledge with you guys after each episode. And uh, all those cool little references and details that you're probably going to miss when you watch it. You can hear them and then watch it again, and it'll make it that much cooler on the second viewing. Um, so don't miss it. Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, you can also watch all the old episodes up there and catch up um, if you're new to the podcast, as well as just the good old streaming of podcasts everywhere that you listen to your podcast. So check out Sarlacc Digest. CareThreads.com is Kate's wonderfully, wonderfully, wonderfully amazing online shop that offers a wide range of cure-related products with original artwork and designs by Kate herself. Um, Want to snag some last-minute gifts for somebody? It might not show up in time at this point, but a late cure-related present is better than an on-time non-cure-related present. It's true. Scientists have proven it. Um, or maybe you just didn't get that wonderful gift that you blatantly hinted at all month long. So just go buy it yourself at CureThreads.com. They'll have you covered. You can get everything from Love Cats boots to Team Cure jerseys. She's got it all. And wonderful, high-quality products. 
Or maybe you just want to get a bit more epic with your gift giving this year. And yes, I am aware I've said the word epic at least 3,000 times this episode. But Matt would like you to consider giving the most epic of gifts your blood. Help save some lives by downloading the Red Cross Blood Donor app. It's a super easy way to schedule an appointment and give your blood. Also, you can track it and see where it goes from there just to be sure it gets into the right hands. And of course, if you don't want to use the app, just contact your local blood bank or hospital and they should be able to set you in the right direction for donating blood. Uh, Lisa in Calgary would like to shout out Dickens. It's a pub slash venue up in Canada that hosts a wide range of live shows and events such as the perfect idea of what to do on New Year's Eve. They're having another Hang the DJ Night, 80s versus 90s themed. And uh, all your favorite tunes will be blasting so you can hit the dance floor and send the year out in fashion. Go to DickensYYC.com for more events and details on that event. If you are interested, or if you prefer to just dance alone in your house, we feel you. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 8 Mountain Standard Time, and on Sundays, 9 Mountain Standard Time. Uh, just go to DickensYYC on Twitch. And last but not least, Chaz has 17secondshirts.bigcartel.com, and that's where you can follow his latest pre-orders. Um, if that Faith merch just didn't quite hit the spot for you, Chaz never disappoints. Go keep an eye on him over there. His Instagram account is probably the one you want to watch, 17 underscore seconds, and uh, be ready to pounce when the next pre-order comes up. Wonderful shirts and uh, all all ones that you can only get there. So, Anyway, that will leave you on that note. Can't wait to hear more details as they unravel about this European and elsewhere tour. And hope you, if you are trying to get tickets out there, you got them. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Talk hard. You should step out of the shadows, yeah. Step into the light.